Father in heaven, do the looking favor upon us, O Lord. For thou know, are the one that only knows how to really bless us, dear Father, despite of the difficulties that we run in, dear Father. In thy goodness, do thou provide a blessing out of the Holy Word to remind us of thy goodness, but also thy severity, dear Father. We humbly pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Eric, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> to save my voice, I have asked Brother Eric to read the portion of Scripture in Matthew 26, verses 62 to 66, and then chapter 27. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> so hopefully you can see that on the screen there. I've, I've, I've shared it. Uh, Matthew 26, verse 62, I believe, right? Yeah, to 66. Okay, and then then uh, 66 and then uh, Matthew 27. Right. Okay, Matthew chapter 26, starting with verse 62. And the high priest arose and said unto him, Answerest thou nothing? What is it which these witness against thee? But Jesus held his peace. And the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God that thou tell us whether thou be the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus saith unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless, I say unto you, Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest rent his clothes, saying, He hath spoken blasphemy. What further need have we of witnesses? Behold, now ye have heard his blasphemy. What think ye? They answered and said, He is guilty of death. Chapter 27 When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself, and brought again the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple, and departed, and went and hanged himself. And the chief priests took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful for to put them into the treasury, because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore, that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value, and gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord appointed me. And Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus said unto him, Thou sayest. And when he was accused of the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Then said Pilate unto him, Hearest thou not how many things they witness against thee? And he answered him to never a word, insomuch that the governor marveled greatly. Now at that feast the governor was wont to release unto the people a prisoner, whom they would. And they had then a notable prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto them, Whom will ye that I release unto you, Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ? For he knew that for envy they had delivered him. When he was set down on the judgment seat, his wife sent unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with that just man? 
for I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said unto them, Whither of the twain will ye that I release unto you? They said, Barabbas. Pilate saith unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? They all said unto him, Let him be crucified. And the governor said, Why? What evil hath he done? But they cried out the more, saying, Let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. Then answered all the people and said, His blood be on us and on our children. Then released he Barabbas unto them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers, and they stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. And when they had plaited a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand, and they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they spit on upon, upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head. And after that they had mocked him, they took the robe off from him and put his own raiment on him and led him away to crucify him. And as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name, him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they were coming to a place called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink, mingled with gall, and when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. And sitting down, they watched him there, and set up over his head his accusation, written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then were there two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and another on the left. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests mocking him, with the scribes and elders said, He saved others, himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am the son of God. The thieves also, which were crucified with him, cast the same in his teeth. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there, when they heard that, said, This man calleth for Elias. And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, Let it be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, 
and the rocks rent, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. Now when the centurion and they that were with him, watching Jesus, saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly this was the Son of God. And many women were there, beholding afar off, which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him, among which was Mary Magdalene, and Mary the mother of James and Joses, and the mother of Zebedee's children. When the even was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulchre and departed. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary sitting over against the sepulchre. Now the next day that followed the day of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember that that deceiver said, while he was yet alive, After three days I will rise again. Command, therefore, that the sepulchre be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto the people, He is risen from the dead. So the last error shall be worse than the first. Pilate said unto them, Ye have a watch. Go your way. Make it as sure as ye can. So they went and made the sepulchre sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. Thank you, Eric. The Lord bless the reading of the word, which is the most important part, really. But this female voice I draw is not that important. <clears throat> can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we can hear you. Have you ever wondered what, why they call it Good Friday? I was wondering and trying to find out. Because really it's a shameful Friday. Where the depravity of humans has shown us its maximum to, to God's goodness, Lord, the reaction that they had to it not realizing what it was. The depravity of man is evident through, throughout history. People will agree that there's a lot of evil in this world and suffering, but they don't have an answer for it. The Bible has the answer of it. And the Lord, who looks upon man and made in his image, he cares for it. When he declared his name to Moses, when Moses asked him to see his glory, the Lord de declared his name and said, And the Lord passed by before him proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, and abundance in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, for the iniquity, transgression, and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty, using the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon children's children, until the third and fourth generation. How can he forgive and yet not clear the guilty? How? Oh. The answer is a sacrifice. Sacrifice which in due time was going to be made. Sacrifice of a pure lamb. 
Israelites, they were aware about sacrifices. They were commanded in the law to do it. And when they sinned, when they repent of it, they took a lamb, placed a hand upon his head and confessed the sin over it and then slew it, the lamb. They were trained to do that again and again. But something better was needed in order to take this, this guilt and the sin of the human world. John the Baptist, after he baptized Jesus and saw Jesus walking, he said, See the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. That was God's answer to the sin of the whole world to deal with it. And when the fullness of time came, God sent forth his Son, made under a woman, to redeem them that were under the law, to sacrifice. Now, it had to be the fullness of time. It had to be the Romans taking care of ruling the world. Because there, the punishment for a serious crime was the crucifixion. And as it was already foretold that he was going to be pierced, it had to be that way. The common, the common death sentence of Israel was that they would stone him. But no, the Lord had something else in mind. He himself said in John, chapter 3, 14, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but of ever eternal life. It was going to be an open sacrifice. Jesus stretched out with his hand on the cross, and whosoever would look at him through faith was going to take the benefit from it. Through faith, as it was foreshadowed already by the in the wilderness where Moses was lifting up the serpent and the pole after they were bitten. Those that looked, they lived. Those that didn't look, they died. God gave his son, we read in, in verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. How much did God give his son? When we, when we read these verses, we may think of the babe when he was in the cradle. God gave it. But this really applied to the, to the situation where he gave his son to suffer a terrible death on the cross of Calvary. Although the leaders of the people wanted to do away with him, they said, not that a feast, lest there be an uproar. They wanted to do it quietly somehow, but the Lord had something else in mind. This event was going to be recorded worldwide, openly, and protracted judgments that going to be proclaimed. At that feast of the Passover, many came from different parts of the world to witness the Passover and to partake of it. And the Romans made sure that things were dragged out, because the Jews, they could not kill really Jesus illegally. 
they had to, after Romans, approve of it. So they went to, to Pilate and had him, had him accused of insubordination and rebellion. But really at the bottom of it all was that he was accused of being a, having said to being the son of God. As repeatedly, the, the high priest asked him, Art thou the son of the blessed? And Jesus answered and said, Thou shalt see it coming in the clouds of heaven. That was the prophecy of Daniel. It definitely applied to God. So, they, they, they pressured Pilate, although he also said that he was innocent, pressured him because of the, the uproar that he caused to, to have him executed. Now, he was flogged by first, then he was mocked by the, by the soldiers, and the crown of cotton was placed on his head, and they spit on him, and, and all kinds of things, and then they took him to, to crucify him. And as he was nailed to the cross, and lifted up, two thieves were put beside him. Everyone was able to see that he suffered, and yet they still insulted him, and, and they challenged him to come down from the cross. Now, why did he have to be such a terrible death that he had to suffer? Why? Why? In Hebrews you read, Son, yet learned the obedience by the things which he suffered. You have to learn suffering, and you know. He read it further, Hebrews 2.10. For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons into glory, to make the captains of their salvation perfect through suffering. Perfect through suffering. See, it had to be a perfect sacrifice, a completely obedient sacrifice, completely yielded. Then it was a perfect sacrifice, and he, he did it. He did it. Not only the suffering, but he also prayed for those that were doing those things to him. Father, forgive them. They know, don't know what they do. Did Lord God hear that prayer? I believe so. Because he didn't deny any of his prayers. Our sins were there too, the multitudes. And yet he prayed for them, right? Still, so completely yielded was he that he, even though he could have ended the suffering right away by calling 10,000 angels, yet that shows really what really as yielded suffering and complete obedience is. You know, obedience really comes to the fore when it costs us something. And it becomes even more perfect if we suffer for it, for being obedient. And Jesus did that, and thus he was made perfect through suffering, perfect sacrifice that was needed. It was necessary that he suffers that much. 
I did not waste anything. It was necessary. Now, as he hung at the cross, now his father laid on him the sin of the whole world. In Isaiah, he laid on him the iniquity of all. And in Romans, he says, He came was made in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin was condemned in the flesh. His own father condemned his sins on the flesh with him. What a terrible thing that Jesus Christ suffered. But what a terrible thing that his father ought to suffer to see his son suffering that much that he had to turn away. And it was done. It was done. How can anyone be indifferent to that kind of suffering and evidence? The claim that's being made that your sins were then nailed into the cross. Can anyone be indifferent? Or does it behoove us at least to, to search whether it is so, to find out? Says important claims are being made here. And the temple, the veil in the temple tore from the bottom, from the top to the bottom, indicating that now the way was open. Who can be indifferent? It's not important enough for anyone to search. But not enough. Having done all this, they, the leaders went to Pilate and asked him, make sure that the grave was sealed for three days at least because they remembered that Jesus had said that, that after three days he will rise again. Now they understood it. They understood that he claimed that he was the son of God. They understood that he was going to die and rise again. They want to make sure that the grave could not hold him. He didn't hold him. And Sunday was coming. Sunday was coming. May the Lord bless the words and add what is lacking. To him be all the honor and glory evermore. Amen.